All right, welcome back. Welcome back, and it's a new wrinkle on the brain. Let's go ahead and get it in. I'm so excited. Hey, how's it going? It's PG here. Um, got a really cool special for you guys. It's an awesome, awesome series I've been working on. Um, it's kind of been under wraps. That's why it's been a little while since I've been back. But guess what? Got a ton of new content. I'm so excited. Um, so first thing we got here. I am, believe me or not, you don't have to, because if you just listen, you'll hear everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I figured, hey, you know, policy, politics, we don't know it. We don't get it. We, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I'll just, I don't know all of how politics works and all that. I'm going to be completely honest with you. And I figured, hey, you know what? If I don't know, let me talk to the people who do know. So, yeah, I contacted our state's representatives for state of Texas so the state of Texas representatives have, have, have they've collaborated with me. It's been great. Um, I was able to reach certain districts because our state is broken up into districts, which you may not be aware of. And these districts are all governed by its own representative to the state legislature. So this is the guy that would be this is the guy you would contact if you wanted something heard in Austin. So Austin's where everything happens. That's where the state house is. That's where the governor's mansion is. All that stuff. You drive by it when you go to 6th Street. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in Austin and you see the Capitol building, there's a couple buildings around it that are very, very important. And those people who are in those buildings, those people are very, very important. They make the rules and make the laws of what governs you and your district and in your state. So, <laughs> yeah. They talk to me. <laughs> I'm as surprised as you are. So, um, yeah, I, I had actually had a good time. Um, you know, got to, got, got to speak with these, these gentlemen. All amazing people. Very insightful. And what's even better is they kind of drop some gems. You know, there's some beautiful things that are said here. Um, you know, I'm playing an interview style because we were on Zoom. We did the Zoom interviews. Um, any, for anyone who has not seen the visual interview you can find that on facebook at a new wrinkle on the brain on facebook so our you can find us on facebook at the at symbol little circle a at symbol and in all capitals a n w o t b a new wrinkle on the brain a n w o t b so it's on facebook at a n w o t b then you can find all three interviews and you can actually see the visuals i think the visuals help because at that point you can see the map because i pull up the map i show where, where these districts are in texas and you know for my local listeners to san antonio local san antonians guess what i'm covering the southeast side majority um, i might go a little further into some other districts haven't really made a decision yet here's the best part this is something new and again i was something i was kind of like yeah let's see where it goes it's going somewhere i'm so excited so i wanted to share it with you guys um i'm posting the audio only here so for those who have not seen the video once again you can find that at on facebook at a n w o t b so you can see if you want to see the visuals um but yeah hang in there um check this out it's an awesome interview we're sitting down with george garza he is a candidate for the 119th district of Texas, which is the southern portion of San Antonio, kind of southeast side. But when you see the map, you'll understand it's not just the south side. That map pulls in a weird way and goes all the way up to 
Highway 1604 and 35. It goes all the way east and all the way north. It, it's just the map is wild. And when you when people hear the word gerrymandering, you're gonna visually see it and <laughs> how these maps are drawn. Um, but we're gonna get into all that too. That's the beautiful part. Um, but yeah, this first interview this was actually recorded back in July. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the audio only. I'm going to do these in succession, so it's actually a series on here. Um, but I did the same thing on Facebook. So, again, if you want to um, catch us on social media, you want to see more, hear more from these candidates who may or may not be our next representative. But I think it's very good that we get to hear directly from them to you. It's not something where they're just talking to me. They're talking to everybody, man. And I think if we're not focusing on these local elections watching the news every day you're just gonna get tired of hearing about the orange guy and the dude that doesn't remember words both of them are not good and both of them don't make you feel good maybe you should find out locally if somebody makes you feel good you know they might they may or may not you know there are gonna be opponents on both sides i get it but here's the best part you get to hear it from them directly this is not me you know regurgitating what i heard or hey so-and-so said this to me no this is directly from them i did a did uh you know several interviews this is the first so this is going to be episode one of what i'm calling know your district so know your district episode one yeah check it out interesting race well, we got we definitely got an important one here. So we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to do a little quick intro and then we'll kind of go from there. But yeah, um, welcome back, everybody. It's the New Ring on the Brain podcast. This is BG. How's it going? We got George, um, George Garza with us. We're representative for the 119th District for San Antonio. And as always, we got Jordan here in the background, but he's in a be hanging in there with us. We'll come up with some questions towards the end. But yeah, um, so far I think we're in a good place here. Just had a couple questions. It's I haven't been able to talk to a candidate before, so I think it's pretty cool. So yeah, let's get some. It's kind of the basics out of the way. Um, I guess uh, got, got a couple little notes here. You know what I'm saying? I'll stick to the script, right? Um, So with the with the election with the election being you know early voting today results just came out today um, tell us a little bit about you like because like, you know some people may not know who they're voting for yeah that's that's very true so you know I'm I'm George Garza and I was born and raised on the southeast side of San Antonio and graduated from East Central and did my Marine Corps stuff I came back to the San Antonio community where I've worked oil field and retail and I've worked as a waiter and I've just watched things go on and it it's just made me want to become more involved in what go the ongoings of my community right you know? right <laughs> so that brief intro I mean I'm I'm down to earth person I, <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll dive deeper into me as sure. this goes on I'm sure <laughs> sure for sure no it's good it's good it's good it's good to hear someone sounding normal for once <laughs> you know it's not the same old, you know, rhetoric that we're hearing online or especially out, out in D.C. Everyone sounds the same. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess um, 
that's awesome segue follow-up question what would what makes you different from other other people who are running uh, that you know i'm not doing this for money i'm not doing this to get my name out there for any selfish reasons i'm doing this for my children because i'm a father of four <laughs> and uh you know i just don't like the way things are going in the state right now i'm, I'm think there's more that we can do education wise safety wise um <laughs> and a lot of the stuff that gets overlooked that is what i'm running on my big ticket is father's rights or you know 50 50 parenting that you'll i'm yet to hear a candidate put that out there on front street <laughs> and it's something that that needs there's a there's a big outcry <laughs> And, and I've, I've actually seen more stories of that now, you know, and these days now, you know, you're seeing more single father households, not just single mother households, you know, so definitely guys are stepping up and, um, you know, there's a, there's a big resurgence for that, you know, of course, with the different protests and things right now, you know, around, around the nation, you know, there's a, there's a, a want, there's a big need, you know, for fathers and leadership. Now um, with that, yeah, I was speaking of leadership, uh, what party are you with? Like, what what are we? You know, what, what should we expect going forward? So, from me, I'm I'm the Repub Republican candidate, side with the Republican Party. Now, I'm not your typical Republican or what you would think of when you say Republican. I mean, first off, I got the facial hair right on my face, <laughs> and that's right. that's one of my things. I mean, I've I've got stuff all over me, you know. Um, you know, what made me, uh, I know this is going to be your follow-up, why, why with the Republican Party, I'm assuming, would be the next question. We're, so, we're, I was going to work my way to it. <laughs> sorry, I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, just, I get to talking and I get to rolling and it's just, I, all right, so why the Republican Party for me personally is I was brought up on working for what you have and that self-accountability, that personal, personal accountability and self-reliance you know and you know with the democratic party i i got family on that side that we we have our differences but it's not not that drastic i mean when you're talking middle ground party people like myself and other people you know you're not talking the the big extremes we're pretty similar <laughs> and it's Oh, are we good? Are we good? This happened before. I think we should be able to get you back there, George. Give me one second. All right, so here we go. Let's see. Jordan, you still with me? All right. Let's get back here. All right. So, all right. So, you're still with me? Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to resend him that link. Should be able to get everything back up here in just a sec. Yeah. 
I'm going to resend it. All right, here we go. I think we're back on. Okay, we're back. All right, you good? I see you. All right, that's good. <laughs> it's a good thing. That's a good thing. All right. You know, this whole Zoom thing, having to do everything remotely is kind of, <laughs> it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was going to save it for later, but I might as well get to it now. <laughs> Apparently, schools are going to be on Zoom, and if they're oh, going to yeah. face this, you can only imagine what school is going to be like next year for a lot of kids. You know, it's going to definitely gonna be different, for sure. But yeah, um, I think you're, you're in the middle of uh, something there. We, you were kind of kind of giving some more detail about, about the party, what, you know, why you're running, That's you know, it. why you chose the Republican Party. Let's see, I'm sure you'll you'll fix this together in post. Don't <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> Get it all together. Um, where was I? No, so like my time in the Marine Corps, yeah, I'm meeting everybody from all over the country. You know, I taught me how to be more self-reliable and personal accountability, and mm -hmm. you know, it taught me that just because I'm from Texas doesn't make me too much different from some California and. It's not too much different from someone in Florida. We'll go. We'll go the furthest extremes. I mean, but we all have our similarities. So I mean, the Republican Party to me, it's more about letting people do what they want to do. You know, I mean, you have the extremes, like I said, that want to enforce their will on certain things. But I'm, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> right. For sure. For sure. That's good. No, it's good. We 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 can we can hear that in in the way that that you're able to. You know, explain what what you know what your goal is and what you're doing. At least you know this now is pretty clear. Um, so with that, I know we had kind of touched on this one before, but with uh, with what's running right now, can you speak on the process? Like, how, how would one try to do this? Like, if they wanted to, you know, run for their local office, like, what what are the what are the steps to get that started? That is a very great question. And it's a question that got put to me because I had to do this all on my own. I mean, I had my aunt that ran for office, but she ran for an office that she retired out of. Like, oh, wow. She worked for that office and then she ran for the elected official position. So it was pretty cool with her. And she kind of gave me the rundown. She was like, oh, I'm collecting signatures. I was like, okay, what's this? So then kind of got some answers, but she was so busy with her campaign that she couldn't give me too many straight answers in that. I was like, okay. So good old Google machine that we have in our pockets or on our tables. You know, there's there's more to it than social media, contrary to popular belief. Right, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But I I went on and I searched how to run for office in Texas. And it directs you straight to the Secretary, Secretary of the State's uh, website. And then on there, you can look there's a chart on there and it'll tell you how old you need to be, how long you need to be a resident for. Um, it'll also tell you if you need to be an attorney, uh, if you need to be a sitting attorney, if you needed to be a judge, if you needed to be anything, it'll give you all the prereqs to running for an office. 
and then off to the side of that in that same same graph or I, I can't think of what it's called on that same thing it's it'll tell you what it takes to get on the ballot so whether it be mm -hmm. the number of signatures that you need so much of the population of the area or if it's a set number like for me as a state representative i needed to get 500 signatures granted i i'm <laughs> i'm a self-starter and I kind of hit the streets a little bit. I got a couple sheets of signatures. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know what? This is just too burdensome on me. So I went ahead and paid the uh, registration fee, which was, I want to say $750, but it might have been $850, somewhere in that window. So $750, and you fill out some a sheet. You turn that in together to whatever party you decide to run with, and you're good to go for the primary. Mm -hmm. And... The big thing, sorry, we're <laughs> going through this, but the big thing for me, like when I was running, I always thought, you know, we always look to our highest educated people. You need a college degree to run for office. You need this, you know, for, for the position I'm going after, I think the age was 25 and I might be mistaken, but I want to say it's 25 and live in the area for two years. And that's, pretty much it just be a, you know, Texas for two years right. and be over 25 and you can run for office. It's, it's not hard. It's not difficult, but if, if you're deciding to get into it, it it's burdensome to say oh, that. For sure. <laughs> for sure. And, that, and that's what kind of brings me to show I want to show the map for everyone, you know, just in case you're not sure where district 119 is, you know, it's a pretty, all-encompassing map you know this is a large area here you know so i mean oh that's uh 118 118 okay <laughs> i'm at you can pull it 119 we can do that that's what i typed in oh man that's weird yeah you know what it's right around it that's why we don't use Yahoo, right? <laughs> Good old Google. <laughs> All right, so this is the guy here's the district there you go there it is that's that's the district map so everything within the red line is what we're talking about right yep that is it pretty wild map so <laughs> and i mean for, for people who are from san antonio you can you can see this definitely pulls in every facet of town you know from you know the south to the north for sure you know okay very diverse area you know in terms of voting and age and demographic like demographic across the board it's it varies. <laughs> for sure for sure so i mean you're gonna have portions that may be downtown that are gonna you know work and probably making a completely different amount than someone that lives out here you know towards 1604 you know you're they're, they're making a different amount you know they're doing something different they're really just living a different way in general you know, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a complete, you know, 
changeup, even though it seems like such a small amount of space, but no, it's actually, that's a big, that's a big drive. That's a long drive, you know, from one side to the other. It's nuts. And I think that with that area, I think having someone more to the neutral ground is more beneficial for the area because then your voice is more likely to be heard rather mm -hmm. than that has extreme views or sticking to a party platform you know you, you got to think on your own at some point right for <laughs> sure for sure no and, and that's that's really the, the biggest point about why we're doing this you know we want people to think on their own and now hey if you're if you're awake and you're thinking find out who's running find out who these people are you know let's get a you know give a voice to that you know that's really why we're doing this but yeah and i thank you i thank you very much for your time and, and for being on but like I guess uh, another question going here, um, something that I, I didn't bring up last time, but I want to bring it up now is, um, you know, with the sides of town being so different, do you do you know if like like are are we going to be seeing any any changes in any changes in laws? Is there any any uh, like large benchmark items that you really you know want to fight for in this office? Okay, so my benchmark, like I said out on front street it's 50 50 parenting getting that on the books in texas because that'll alleviate some of the stress off these single fathers that are on child support that with reduced hours or you know everything that's going on right now you know you got COVID 19 or rona or vid whatever you want to call it you know we have this virus around and acting the way we do things every day i mean look at the way we have to conduct this <laughs> Right, right, right. I would much rather be, be in person, for sure. And then, um, so beside that, I mean, besides my 50-50, uh, it had always been education reform, which I think last year proved that we don't need a standardized test for kids to advance to the next grade. So that that's one of the positives that could potentially come out of here. You know, I'm only one person out of many members of Congress, so... And then I, yeah, so there's a lot that goes on there. And then, you know, I, I was talking to people earlier today and we were talking about what it would mean to be in this next session. So this is gonna be a pretty unprecedented session. So every year, you know, you hear about the rainy day fund. I don't know if you've heard about the rainy day fund, but it's money that the state of Texas has put aside every year. So whether we tap into that next year, we start looking at different streams of revenue, which I would love to be on the floor and love to present on, you know, for bringing, you know, marijuana to Texas. You know, we, we just legalized industrial hemp with a NCD with 0.03% uh, THC, but I mean, we're cracking the door and I think this new industry would revitalize Texas in the next coming years. And, you know, in doing that, I, me personally, I'd like to ensure that the Texas farmers, Texas residents are getting the pick of the crop, getting everything they need first before we allow outside people to come into Texas because they have the experience. You know, you got your companies in Colorado and California, Michigan, you know, they have established ways of doing things and they, you know, it wouldn't be bad to learn from them, but not to allow them to come in right on the birth of it. And, you know, right. from the ground up. Right. And, and this happened before, you know, they open up the state early, they'll sell it off. And next thing you know, no one locally has any control. So that yeah. is, that's really good to hear that that's something that you're standing for. I, I, you know, I appreciate that. Um, last one here. 
um, day to day, like like uh, like day day to day in this role that you're taking. Do you know how that's gonna work? Is it something that you do from here? Kind of kind of kind of you know advancing what you're saying there. Okay, so day to day, typically what you will see from a state representative, which serves a two year term, and out of that two years, you're in session from April. I want to say April till June. It's three months, two or three months, three months. I don't, I don't right, want right, right. <laughs> Somewhere in there, right? Somewhere in there. I, it's that time. That's when session is. And that is typically all that a state representative will do as far as legislator, legislator, legislative process goes. Sorry. <laughs> Getting a little tongue tied here. Um, so outside of that, what you typically see is a state representative either go into getting funds back into their campaign to the next elections. So that is one of the detriments to our system that every, every state representative is continually trying to do re-election. So it keeps them working kind of, but it's, it's a part-time position. So out of out of the two-year term your your state rep is only making like twenty three thousand out of two years i think wow. all right <laughs> so it's not very much it's not a money uh, for sure for sure it's, it's definitely def about service that point. <laughs> it's definitely not free but it's not anything that you could live on it's a part-time position <laughs> okay. it's okay. still it still needs to be done. <laughs> right, exactly. Someone has to be there, you know, running that real. Now, um, would that mean like a, like any like trips to Austin? Are they going to be things like that? So during that session, it is all in Austin. So that is where you make the bulk of the money because they give you per diem to live in Austin if you're from outside there. And that is where you make your full money while you're, while you're in session. Mm -hmm. but, so for those those months that we're in session, you would stay in Austin and have to be at the Capitol every day dealing with bills and seeing what's going to get passed and what hits the floor. And then that, you know, same way the big government works, Congress proposes bills and the Senate deliberates over them and we see what actually hits, hits the laws. <laughs> so, um, sorry, just to back up for a minute. So aside from the marijuana, I mean, but there's, looks at bringing casino there's been cries for getting casinos brought into texas okay mm -hmm. we are a big state we could support it and that is a big revenue stream that's untapped i mean you look at our texas lottery system which was designed to benefit veterans and school mm -hmm. system right and i don't i don't think they're doing their job <laughs> i don't think it and there's the, 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 I've heard talks with that from from convenience store owners, you know, with as much as they make, you know, yeah, you know, they, they can always get more tickets. But the question really is, where is that money going? You know, and yeah, he, he can pay out, you know, to whoever wins if you weren't a certain amount. Otherwise, you got to go to Austin to get the larger payouts, which is still questionable because it's like, where where does that bank account exist? How, how, how does, you know, where, where, what is that? You know, it's real... Real, real interesting where that goes, you know? So like that, you can go on their website and they have their balance sheet, which if you know how to read a balance sheet, it takes, it's not too hard. It shows you 
the money coming in, the money going out, where's the money going? And it's pretty straightforward balance sheet. And I've looked at it and a lot goes to paying out for the prizes and a lot goes to advertising. So they, <laughs> they bought vehicles and just plastered Texas Lotto all over it. And they went all the events, they do all the swag that they give out. So that's where a lot of the money goes to on those balance sheets, which, you know, they're, they're reporting. It's the same way with a nonprofit. I mean, they, right. Right. <laughs> you got to report that, you know, you, you got you to you do your, your due diligence, you know, so it's, it's understandable. All the money's accounted for, but mm -hmm. where it really goes. <laughs> no, it's true. Very true. Very true. And, and okay, so casinos, awesome. Um, that's something I I hadn't really thought of, especially for San Antonio. That's not really a a thought that we normally have, but to know that the possibility could be there, and it's just a matter of of, of you know of legislation for it to happen. You know, that brings to mind, well, okay, you know, they've said for a long time they were going to do something with the education system. Is that something that you hear about as well in, in, in office? Well, so or when I... People you spoken to? On the, on the campaign trail, so one of the first things that I ever spoke on was uh, House Bill 20, which if you want to take some time to look into that, it was a, it's a piece of, it's a bill to pass, and it's supposed to provide money and incentive programs to schools for offering more reading opportunities and having better educated teachers. And there's a litany of things. Like there's there's a like a seven part YouTube series just going over the the House Bill 20. Wow. And it, it goes into detail talking about it. And it's a pretty good series, but it so does be right. Does it also go by HB20? HB20. Gotcha. Got it. Yeah, yeah, I found it. Yep. Yeah, all right. Yep. And then, <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely thick. <laughs> there's a, there's some stuff going on here, and there's been a lot of revisions. You know, obviously it's not, it hasn't been here for two, this has been worked on for quite some time. There it is. And even understanding these websites can get confusing at times. You just gotta, you just gotta click around till you see something that you want to see. Right, right. And 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 I think sometimes that's that's the fear for most when it comes to voting in general. You know, a lot of us may not know, you know, what to do or or even who's running for what or what it means. So it does get. You know, it, it, it kind of it turns, turns people off, you know, and same thing for running, you know, it, you know, thank you for being one of those that sees, hey, it, it needs to be done. You know, let me be the one to do it. That's awesome. We, I mean, definitely hats off to you. Now, um, Jordan, did you have anything, quite, any questions on your end or anything? <clears throat> that yeah, definitely. I just got one question. Um, hypothetically, let's say, and oh, <laughs> we're, we're rooting for you, you know, hopefully you take this win, but let's say if you were to win, uh, let's say if you had a, a list and on this list, you would take about like your three main topics, your three main areas you would focus and hone in on that would, um, that you see might need change specifically in the district that you are, are running for. Um, what would probably be like on that list of that three topics of 
you know, because I found out that I live in your your district and, um, you know, just like, what would you, what would you see that might need help or what would you look forward to, 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 to tackling or putting on the, the top three list? So we're talking about my top three for my, my purpose of being in office. We, we've talked about yeah. parenting. Alfred. And that's for statewide. And these are statewide things. For my actual district where I live, I live on the south side of the district. So what I want to see here is a, re a revitalization of the arts on the south side because we got, we're turning into a more industrial side of town. You know, right here behind Brook City Base, you know, they're putting in a new business park. For what reason we could have used that more as a park? We could have used, used it to put up a graffiti place for or kids that still do graffiti or want to be expressionless like that. You know, there's more things that we could have done aside from bringing in more businesses. I'm, I'm not against bringing in more businesses, but there is a need to keep our kids engaged or our youth engaged because when you don't keep them engaged, that's when they turn to different things and you, you send them down a road that they shouldn't be on. Uh, so for my area, I'd like to see more art are more focused on that here. So if you zoom down to where 410 and 37 meet, it's it's a weird map. It's hard to navigate. You know, so that that's one. And then getting getting more small businesses brought in on the south side, which we do a a heck of a job. We do a bang up job. There is small businesses all over the south side but actually getting them more funding so that they can expand and grow and be more competitive in the market would be great to see. I mean, you, you drive up and down Goliad and you'll, you're going to pass at least four tire shops. Uh, that, that's great. That is awesome. But you know, to get them some money to get more training so they can expand what they do aside from just tires and batteries, that, that'd be great to see. And then, you know, for the third one, you know, if we could get into actually like communal gardening, gardening and getting that kind of process growing, getting more community involvement, you know, uh, too often today do we see you can live next to someone for five plus years and never say a word to them, or you may wave every now and again, but not know anything about them, you know, and that, that kind of changes the way we interact with people where we don't know who our neighbor is, you know, that's if we can talk again and actually garden and help each other out or whatever we need to do to be more communal would be great. Then we could see each other as equals and not nitpick about what's different. You know, that that's what my goal is for this district. Sure. <laughs> because you see where it spans, man. We, we can't all be the same living on the South, where does that go to the south uh, west side part part of the south side to southeast side to live oak i mean this is all the way past zarzamora this, this is past zarzamora and theo but then if you back if you back out you're like you're all the way up here near randolph you know like yeah. right around randolph you know live oak you, you, like live i mean people who live off of converse need to know what's going on <laughs> you know but but then there's a lot of land out there too you know, there's a oh, lot of homeowners in that area. So that's definitely a, an area that, you know, I've seen myself, you know, just having friends that lived around there. 
yeah, dude, the background, the back backyard gardening is, is a, is a thing. And, and, and there, there should be more of it, you know, not just to self-sustain, but you know, you may not know, but someone sick, maybe your neighbor, you know, you making those fresh tomatoes or something may really change their life. You know, we should be open to that. So, yeah, I mean, this, awesome awesome talk it's definitely it it brings it into picture when you can see the map and it's like oh okay hold on whoa this is definitely much bigger you know in scale and i know it's, it's definitely going to be hard you know it, it may but you're not by yourself if you need to get any any word out or anything let us know we'll get the word out from the podcast in a way as at least you know so at least we can do you know if there's definitely like a a vote coming up or something that you that you want the constituents to know about a lot of the people who listen to this podcast definitely live in this district <laughs> you know so so you know if there's something you know that, that you need any help any or you know if there's a vote coming up or something we're, we're in you know we'll, we'll definitely help as much as we can you know I, I appreciate that and right now I'm gearing up I, I like I said I'm I've never said this sorry <laughs> like we've talked about uh, I'm a <laughs> I'm a zero budget candidate. So. <laughs> but you did it. But you did it. That's oh, I've, I've done it. So here, here after tonight's election is where I need to start revving up and start actually fundraising and getting money. It's a bad way to say it, but yeah, you need to get money to get signs to people. Right. Get, mm-hmm. I need, I need volunteers to help block walk, to help get signs. If anybody knows anybody that has businesses that are willing to let me put up a sign in front of them, that'd be great. Um, I'm on Facebook right now. I should be launching my website uh, by the end of this week is the goal. Uh, it's a Wix page, so I'm, I'm just piecing it together as we go. It's gonna have the capability to accept online donations. So that that's a big plus, especially right now since it's kind of it's at risk to be face to face and you know we have to take this serious so you know online is definitely going to be the way this this selection is going to go it's it's going to be interesting (laughs) interesting is this this, i guess the easiest way we could say it for now right (laughs) but i mean and with that you know i I wanted to see were were there going to be any debates before that or is it just straight into november Is, is that what we're looking for next so if we can set it up, I I will reach out to the other side to set up a debate. And if you're willing to host it, I'd love to have it here. Um, <laughs> Done. So if, Done. If, I'm in. I'm in. Do it. We can do it. We'll make it I, work. I have spoken at events with these candidates before, so we'll see who comes out on the other side of today. And I've I've spoken with both of them, so I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> nice. No, yeah, I like that. No, that's cool. That's cool. Def- definitely an opportunity. You know, I'm not going to say no to that. So that I, I'm, I'm in. Um, when they normally do those, you know, this would be something else that would be televised, right? Like they would have this on like PBS or CNN or something like that, or no. it's not, it's not covered. Mm-mm, nothing. So oh, local politicians right. don't really get coverage. So you definitely spreading the word about who represents you locally really helps the voter because these are the people that are affecting your day-to-day lives not the people in washington it is your state and city officials that will impact you directly i've said it here i've said it here i can't say it better myself i can't say it better because i've literally said the same thing like i'm like look it you know it's it's wild trump's wild but 
do you know who you, who to vote for locally? Do you, do you know what's going on? So this is great. And it's, it's awesome to hear from you as well. I mean, it's just, it just him's true that that's real. It's so awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think this has been great. I don't want to keep you too long. Um, we're going to go ahead and we'll, we'll close up the record here. You know, we can still chill and whatnot, but, um, okay. for the most part, yeah. Um, Jordan, did you have anything else? Any other questions or anything that stands out? Did I answer 